Hey yo, what's going on? You're tuned in to For All Matters with Divine Thought. Salute to everybody listening. I'm not going to do this particular podcast on anything really specific. I'm just going to be ranting. I do have some podcasts that are coming up that I'm doing some bullet points on now that I'm going to get the presentation right on some much requested content like sovereignty and common law and that kind of thing. So expect that coming soon. I do promise that. But this particular podcast is going to kind of be a mixed bag all over the place. I will be touching on some things that I've touched on in previous podcasts. There's reasons for that. Right now, I'm getting a lot of new listeners. I'm getting people who have hit me up in DMs and emails saying, yo, this is the first time I've heard your podcast and it's great content and that kind of thing. So for the first time listeners and also for the people who have been listening to my content for a long period in time, it's good to just reinforce some things that are going on, especially currently in 2020 with all of the nonsense. So bear in mind, I will be repeating myself if you've heard some of my previous content. So let the rant begin, right? I was on social media earlier and I'm trying not to be that much anymore, but I was on social media and I was on my timeline and I was just seeing all of these so-called experts talking about how the asymptomatic spread is the thing that's really keeping this virus going. And that's the thing we really need to focus on is the asymptomatic spread. That's the real cause of infection. That's what keeps spiking all of these cases. And okay. And then they called it science. And then you have all of these sheep that do no research of their own, that just believe all of these so-called experts and they watch all the big media and they believe politicians and billionaires. I have no idea why. It's crazy at this point that there's so many people that just believe big pharma, billionaires, big media. When you ask people out of the context of a pandemic, if they believe what big media says, normally you'll get a person who tries to pretend that they're woke or conscious and they'll be like, nah, big media lies and all of that. But if you ask them if they believe media in the context of the pandemic, they put their hands over their ears metaphorically and just go blah, 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 blah. They don't want to hear you. They call you a conspiracy theorist. They call you whatever else that they're programmed to call you to not listen to any other narrative except what's told to them on a daily basis, which is always contradictory. It is. We don't know through big media any more about this virus, quote virus, than we did when it first dropped. Even with all of the experts talking, right? All of the experts that contradict themselves. But let's go back to the asymptomatic spread and the so-called science behind it. I'll drop a link to this webpage under wherever you're hearing this at. If you're hearing it on a link on my social media or wherever you're catching this podcast at, I'm going to drop a link to the specific study 
done by the NIH that I'm referring to. It wasn't all that long ago that this study was done too. They took a person who was so-called asymptomatic, infected with the virus, but didn't know it. And they took 455 different people and they conducted a study. They did the same thing with other pandemics in the past, but they took an asymptomatic person and put them in contact with 455 other people. They did exercises where the asymptomatic person would breathe in close quarters to the other people. They'd bring them in one by one or three by three or whatever the case might be and they'd do certain things where the asymptomatic person would shake their hands or breathe on their face and they did a lot of different close contact interactions and then they waited and these people were quarantined zero people came down with convid after the whole situation was said and done there was zero asymptomatic spread now this is what these quote experts do because they're tied in with big media and the corporations and big pharma and all of that. So what they do is they put the truth where you have to go research it. And then they just put the lies out in media and all of that shit. Because what you guys don't understand, most of y'all, is that big media has no contract with you to tell the truth. They're not under oath. So they do whatever is in their donors' best interests. Their donors are billionaires, the same people who are going to be administering the vaccines and all of that and getting it out there and whatnot. So what a lot of y'all don't understand is that the truth is right in front of your face. You just have to go and research it. That would be better than trusting known liars, right? Because if you think about it for 10 more seconds, you could tell yourself, it is possible for you to tell yourself that Big Pharma has lied in the past, right? They're not exactly trustworthy. You could also tell yourself that big media and billionaires, they lie, they have agendas, right? So what would make you believe that they don't now? with this one particular topic that they have no agenda. They're just trying to help all of the public, all of the masses for the first time. Since when have they gave a fuck about us? But all of a sudden they care. To a lot of you, you don't see that it's agenda based. And that's concerning. That's why we're in the situation that we are. You could have done the research that I did to find on the NIH's website, they already conducted a study about asymptomatic and came to a conclusion that asymptomatic spread is not real. It doesn't change, okay? These things don't change. They had an asymptomatic person that they used their testing with to deem that this person is asymptomatic and they conducted the fucking study, case closed. Zero people. Zero people became, quote, infected. No more to discuss. So when you hear the media say it, you could check them 
and say the study's already been done. Shut up. Give us our rights back. Right? You could say that. You choose not to, a lot of y'all. You choose to be stupid. It's consensual. It's willful. Also, I'll put the link to this. Underneath wherever you're hearing this. Recently in July, there was another study done by the CDC. A scientific study done, so you can call it science. They found no evidence of the virus. They found no evidence of COVID whatsoever. Like I said, I'll drop the link to the PDF straight from the CDC's website where they said that they never isolated the virus. In fact, what they did was admit they never isolated the virus and said they're only testing people for RNA, which is genetic code of similar like viruses, which would just be other coronaviruses. Coronaviruses have been around for millennia. Common cold, flu, etc. Go down the line. And the way that the test works, the person who created the test died a year before this pandemic. And he himself said that the PCR test, the most common test used to tell you about all of these cases. He said this test is not used for the diagnosis of any infection. It's only used to detect RNA, genetic code. It does not establish infection. Therefore, it would be an unreliable test to use to detect infection. His words. He wasn't talking about COVID, he was just talking about in general. He didn't want his test to start to be used to diagnose certain things and to say that you test positive for something when you don't. So, if you had the common cold 6 months ago or 3 months ago or something like that, you would test positive with this PCR test for a coronavirus because for those of you who don't know a common cold is a coronavirus and it's a broad spectrum test for RNA so a test for all coronaviruses for the genetic code of all coronaviruses it's a wide spectrum so if you've had any kind of infection sinus infection common cold flu anything like that It's in your tissue for like 6 to 8 months. They extract tissue from you. That's why the PCR test goes way up your nose, all the way close to your brain and all of that. They extract tissue and they test the RNA. That's how they come up with asymptomatic cases and then spread the lies all over the place. Because people who have recovered from a common fucking cold are testing positive to have current covid because they haven't isolated anything called covid it's never happened that's not me saying that that's not a conspiracy theory 
So anyone who wants to call me a conspiracy theorist because I'm challenging the popular narrative, first of all, that means you're a sheep. That means you can call me daddy. And this is your allowance. Now I'm giving you knowledge, right? So you could just see this, what I'm talking about now, that could raise some red flags. And then you could check the media and you could check these politicians and big pharma and tell them you're tired of the nonsense that's going on. And then people say, well, I know somebody who's died of it. I know somebody who's with it. Don't we all at this point? On the CDC's website, it even admits that the test is 90% ineffective because of all the reasons I just listed. And if you've known somebody who died from it, I'm sorry to hear that. But if you are to be honest, I could ask you these questions. When said person came down with COVID, did you go back and fight through all of the restrictions at your local health system to get back there with your loved one or the person that you knew? Did you get a case manager? Did you go back and make sure that they were definitely positive that your loved one had COVID and not something else? Did you check all of these boxes? Did you really try hard to go fight for your loved one? Or did you adhere and comply to all of the suggestions and offers that your local health system made by saying you can't come back and all of that? Because the truth is you can. They tell you you can't. They make all of these threats. But trust me, I've done it. <laughs> I've put this into action with other folks that I care about. So you can't tell me what I'm saying is wrong. I've saved a few people's lives that I care about. Practicing what I'm saying right now. So if you can't check all of those boxes of really going back there and checking these local health systems, on what they're really doing once they get your loved one back there. They can say anything. They can say that they tested positive for COVID. Did you do your due diligence to go back there and check on your loved one, your friend, the person you care about, whoever it may be? If the answer is no, and then I'm sorry to tell you, but you need to stop opening your mouth and talking about how your loved one died of COVID when COVID doesn't exist. What they're doing is a variety of things. People get sick. They get pneumonias, they get flus, they get respiratory infections, they get cancer. The list goes on. Diabetes complications, right? So what these local health systems are told to do is to not treat all of those things I listed and more the same way that they used to 2019 and before. So they're not giving the appropriate medicine and the appropriate treatment for other sicknesses, hoping that some people die of other shit and then they can just toe tag them with COVID and put that on the death certificate. And by the way, they have now made autopsies illegal. That's weird. That's another red flag. They don't want you 
to be able to see how your loved one really died. Could it be that the reason why they don't want you to conduct an autopsy is because there's no such thing as convid and when the autopsy would be conducted, they wouldn't find said virus. They would find another cause of death and be proven liars while they're trying to do a psyop on our society. Could it be? I'm asking a question. I'm trying to have anyone who's listening to this approach this with some common sense. Do you have any common sense? Because what I just said, all of it is researchable. You can research every single thing I just said. Will you? Will you put time and effort into it? Because I'm sure you do a lot of dumb shit in your day. You do a lot of mindless behavior. I know you do. A lot of people go to porn sites. A lot of people listen to Cardi B songs. A lot of people do a lot of dumb shit. Meanwhile, they're wearing a mask on their face that they're told does nothing for this pandemic, but they're told to wear it. So they do it and they comply and then they yell at other people for not doing it. Right. They do all of this nonsense. They're just constantly complying and they're not actually exercising their right to check the powers that be. That's why we're at where we're at right now with all of this. There's only a few people like me that are willing to come out and talk about this kind of thing. What's really going on is an economic reset. It's called economic terrorism. Every 20 or so years, they'll do something like this. They did the same thing with the towers and now they're doing it with this. Now they're doing the same thing with racism. They're pulling that card because it's an old favorite of theirs to just pull the racism card and then throw it out into the masses and watch the chaos. All of these government-sponsored activist groups that are out there right now, Antifa, BLM, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to say that because it's true and you can go and research it for yourself. There's conservative activist groups that are paid by the powers that be too. The Proud Boys, KKK, all of that kind of shit, all of that racist bullshit. But just so you know, all of the activist groups are working for the same corporation. I hope you understand that. They're all working towards the same goal. So the woke crowd, the conscious, they would like to tell you right now And I'm not saying this point is wrong. What I'm saying is, this is what they say. And I agree with it. I agree with this point. But you'll see what I mean. They'll say that the rich white man don't give a fuck. The cops don't give a fuck. All of these establishments and corporations don't give a fuck about minorities and black people and all of the oppression that they faced. And that's true. Very true. And it's a shame and it's sad that more hasn't been done in reality about that. What's weird to me, follow me, is these same activists, these same bodega revolutionaries that you see walking around now, all confident, talking about, yo, I'm gonna go up to the protests and all of this. Hey, bud, 
Guess who owns the media that's pretending all of a sudden that they care? You know, the media that helps stoke all of this division. The media who all of a sudden is pretending that they care about the black community, that they care about police brutality. Since when? Hold on. Follow these thoughts. Who owns the media that's all of a sudden pretending to be on your side? Is it black owned? No. I venture to guess that big media and these corporations are still owned by rich white men. So could it be that it's a trick? Could it be that it's an agenda-based psyop? Because if the rich white man is the people, that's the bad people, but they're the ones pretending on the other side that they care, they're the ones enabling all of this in their own way, they're the ones shedding all of the mainstream light on it, they don't have to. They could cover a puppy shitting in the woods. They don't have to cover all of this, they're doing it. When did they do it before? When did they do it in, I'm picking years, let's just say 2002, let's say 1995, let's say 2011. When did they do this before? Random years. Just go through your mind, cause police brutality on blacks and minorities has been going on forever. So they could have done this before if they really cared. In fact, they avoided it. So what would be their goal now in the middle of convict? Could it be that it also stokes all the right division that they need to encourage an economic reset? meaning the burning down of small businesses and the building up of the corporate structure. I don't know. I'm asking questions because that's where my mind goes. But I've noticed that my mind works a little different. You know, I tend to speak out. I tend to say what's on my mind to my own detriment because this convict shit affected my way of earning a living. Took it away. Now I have to make a living in other ways. Now my family has been put out because of this economic terrorism. Now I got to figure out a way to put food on the table that I didn't before. Is that stopping me from speaking out? No. And it's funny, we have a variety of different people right now. The people who are just sheep that go along with everything. You have the folks like me that are willing to speak out, put their ass on the line. And then you have, and I mean, this is absolutely getting to be hilarious. It's getting to be comedy. Another group of people is the people who swear they can't speak out for some type of reason. There's the, I would speak out, but I can't right now because I'm in the middle of trying to create my own platform. You know, I just hit up Chuck D and I'm waiting on a response back from him. And you know, like I'm gonna do it eventually, but I got to keep myself clean right now. I would love to come on your podcast, but you tend to speak out a lot, man. You be saying some wild shit. I can't be associated with that right now because I'm trying to build up all the right connections until I get to the position where I can then speak out. They're never going to do it. That guy there, that guy, he's never going to do anything. Chuck D's never going to hit him back. Nobody that talks like that ever follows through with anything that they say they're going to do. And there's a lot of people like that, trust me. Deal with them weekly. Then you got the guy 
And by the way, I'm not talking about anybody specific. These are types of people, right? This is a general idea of the types of people who swear they can't speak out. You have the other guy that's constantly reinventing himself. He doesn't know quite what he wants to do with his platform right now, but he's got a voice. He knows he has a voice, right? He knows that people are listening to him, but he doesn't know quite what to do with that yet. He doesn't know if he wants to create this kind of content or that kind of content. And if he spoke out now, that could affect the way that his platform goes in the future. So he's just gonna hold off a bit until he figures out how he's gonna reinvent himself. And you know what? Then he comes up with an idea. You know what happens right after he comes up with the idea of what he's gonna do to finally speak out and have a platform? He decides maybe it's not a good idea to speak out because he's gonna do another direction with his platform. But he'll get back to the speaking out whenever he figures out how to get the other direction going first. So he can get a little steam there and come back. You know what? That guy's never gonna do anything. He's never gonna speak out. He's too scared. Again, run into that weekly. Then you got the people who swear they can't speak out because they got a job or they have something that can be taken from them for speaking out. Man, I would love to come on your podcast and talk about all this shit that's going on, man. You right, you right, man. Yo, Divine, you write about all of this shit you're talking about. I would love to come on there and speak out, man. But I can't because I got a job and, you know, I got to put food on the table. And I don't disagree with any of that when I start to hear those people talk. Yeah, you got to put food on the table. Yeah, you got a job. Speaking out is risky. You can lose your job. So here's what I tell those people. Never look at yourself in the mirror and wonder who you are anymore. You're not the kind of person that puts anything on the line. Because right now, in this time and space, we need all the voices that we can get. Especially if you have a bit of a following, if you have a voice, if you have people that listen to you already and trust you. We need motherfuckers like that to join the movement and speak out, speak truth to power. Right, But if you're unwilling to do it because it's too risky, then never consider yourself a warrior or a truth speaker or anything like that ever again. When you look at yourself in the mirror, say, yo, I'm a simple man. And that's okay. That's fine. There's a place for simple men. But here's what you do. Don't get in the way of people like me. Stop lying to yourself. When you look in the mirror, now you know who you are. You're not gonna ever put anything on the line because it's too risky. I get it. It's hard when you lose your way of making money. It's hard to put food on the table when you don't have a gig. So if you lose your job, yeah, man, it's tough. But see, leaders don't put that worry above the truth. Truth comes first. Speaking truth to power comes first for true leaders. They still worry about all of the consequences. It's human nature. But leaders go forward anyway. Bravery. Determination. Persistence. 
The final kind of character that will never speak out is the I got kids guy. The guy that's like, yo, I would love to come and speak out and talk about all of these tyrants and how all of these corporations are doing all of these psyops right now and how convict is a bunch of bullshit and everything else. All these fake protests and everything. I would love to do that, but I got kids. Can't do it. Like that's supposed to be the mic drop moment. Like I'm supposed to back up and be like, oh, okay. No, you are right. And then they tell you, well, you would understand if you had kids, man. I ain't no good to my kids when I'm dead. <laughs> they have all of this shit ready. I swear it's all of the same excuses all the time I hear it. First of all, yeah, you're not good to your kids if you're dead. And I can understand why if you have children, you wouldn't want to speak out. I get it. But also you have to understand when you look back in history, every true leader has had kids. It's nothing new for a leader to put truth above all of that worry and go do it anyway. Yeah, you're not good to your kids if you're dead or lost your job and can't put food on the table for the kids. I get it. And that's true. But see, what is also true, and this is just to be fair, what's also true is you're no good to your kids if you're a bitch. Right? That's also true. I get what you're saying about the kids. But also what's true is you're no good as a role model if you're a bitch. And you're not willing to put your ass on the line and stand up for what's right and what's true. That's also a right statement. Now, we're both right. It's all subjective. It's okay to not want to go and do something risky because you got a family. I understand that. But you're a simple man at that point. Just know where you're at. You're a simple man. Good news. There's people like me. Sit back and listen. Now you know what the mirror shows you. Now that we're done talking about all of the various kinds of people who refuse to speak out but constantly say how they want to, those same people and all of the sheep, they just love it when a celebrity comes out and looks like they're saying the truth, don't they? Kanye West was just on Joe Rogan's podcast. Man, that was like two psyops meeting each other right there, wasn't it? Two liars. Two people who work for separate entities, but for the same basic agenda. People were like, yo, Kanye went on there and said the truth. It's always like that. It was like that when Ice Cube came out and started talking too. People are so amazed when they see somebody who they consider a celebrity come out and say what they consider to be the truth. Now, it won't matter if that celebrity tells 12 lies and one truth. They'll focus on that one truth. And you know what? That's what it was designed to do. That celebrity who works for the agenda in some way because they're owned. These celebrities are owned. The people who own them are part of these corporations that are part of the agenda. It's not hard to understand. They come out and they throw the breadcrumbs. One little truth here, one little truth there. And they get people, oh my God, yo, you hear what he said? And they get so amazed. But then you have the real leaders out there putting their ass on the line, barely getting heard right now.
It is what it is. I understand it. In fact, I overstand it. But you know what? I'm going to land this plane. I think my rant has gone on long enough for right now. If you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me at forallmatterspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at DivineThoughtTM. And hey, if y'all really want to make a difference, if y'all really think in your mind that you're a leader or a potential leader or someone with influence and you don't like the way that the direction of this world is going in any way, you could always just do. You could always just speak. Not tomorrow, not next week, not whenever you get it all figured out, not when things calm down, right now. Just be. Until next week, I said my piece.